What's good, world? You are now tuned in to the podcast for the Universally Authentic, where we practice, support, and promote individualism, as well as self-healing. We tell it how it is on a deeper level than the surface. We find pleasure in investigating from the roots because that is where the birth is. You can find me and my podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple, Google, Overcast, Radio Public, and some more shit. Come on, let's get it. Before I jump into this episode, I must say Happy New Year. Yes, indeed. Happy New Year, everyone, because Aries season just rolled in March 20th, along with the spring equinox. So Aries season rolled in and brought in a new year because Aries is the firstborn. Aries is the beginning. So society has it twisted because in actuality, the new year is supposed to begin when Aries season begins. But it is what it is as long as we know what's real. All right, so we're going to talk about the planets in our astrological chart. And I am in no way, shape, or form any type of Google or astrological professional. I'm just sharing with y'all things that I've learned that assisted me with my own self-growth. And that was through the knowledge of knowing myself. We like to think that we know ourselves, but we do not. We have to discover ourselves. We have to find ourselves. And astrology is a great tool when you need to find you. So on paper, our birth chart looks like a pizza pie with 12 slices. And each slice represents a sign of the zodiac. We are the universe. We have an entire solar system inside of us. Ten planets, some points, a couple of asteroids, and 12 zodiac signs. So today we're going to cover the 10 planets and the signs that that they naturally rule. The place that feels at home for the signs. So first and foremost, we have our sun sign, which represents our self, our identity, our ego, how we experience life, how we show our individuality. And the sun rules Leo. So if you know any Leos, they shine. They like to shine like the sun. They're the center of attention. So next is the moon sign. Our moon sign is our soul, which is hiding behind our identity. It's our emotions, our habits, our moods. And our moon sign is associated with feminine energy because the moon is our mother. And the moon rules cancer. So if you know any cancers, 
they are emotional. Yes, indeed, cancers are emotional, but cancers are... Well, now, I'm, I'm going to put it because you have weak cancers and you have strong cancers. The strong cancers are emotionally mature. The weak cancers can be very emotionally immature. So, next up we have Mercury. Mercury is our planet of communication. It represents how our mind operates, our intellect, our language, our intelligence, how we rationalize, our ability to rationalize. And Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. So Mercury has two signs that it rules. And if you know any Virgos or Geminis, they are very... They are people's people. They like communicating. They like getting to know people. They like chatting with a lot of people. They're chatty. Virgos are very caring, though. Virgos, they care, but they'll tell you it's like a tough love thing with Virgos. Geminis, too, yeah. Geminis are the same way. But see, Geminis have two sides. They can be very sweet with love or they can be very aggressive and show you tough love. So you get both sides with Gemini with everything. My mother is a Gemini and there's levels to everything, y'all. And if if you're a Gemini who grew up in a toxic environment, it's more likely that you're going to lean on the toxic side of a Gemini. That's That goes for every sign. But air signs... Air signs are... Okay, let's start with water. Water is the most purest form. Water, then you have earth, then fire, then air. Air is the less purified signs. So air signs are the less purified signs. Let me clarify that. But I'm not going to go too much into that. Let's stay on topic because we're talking about these planets. All right. Now, Venus is next. Venus is responsible for our love style, our passions, what we desire, what we value, what we love. And let's see. Hold on. My phone is about to... um, Trying to shut off on me. All right, so Venus rules Taurus and Libra. So if you know any Tauruses, they are very, very caring and passionate. And well, let me, because there's two sides to every sign. You have the Tauruses who are passionate, then you have the Tauruses who are assholes. It's yin yang. But see. There's levels to everything. Libras, I can't say too much about Libras, y'all, because I don't... Me and Libras don't get along too well. I don't know what it is. Libras try to challenge me all the time. I ain't with that. I'm chill. Yeah, I ain't got time to be um, battling with nobody. That's childish. But let's move on to Mars. Mars is responsible for our drive. 
how we take action, our courage, our ambition. Mars is also responsible for war. War, war, hurt, and destruction. But check this out, y'all. I'm not going to throw Mars up under the bus like that because Mars bring bring in new beginnings. I mean, after destruction, you have to rebuild, right? You have to break down in order to rebuild. But Mars begins in the first sign of the zodiac, which is Aries, because Mars rules Aries and Scorpio. So Mars begins in the first sign of Aries, and it ends with the deadly sign of Scorpio. Because Scorpio is death, but Scorpio is also rebirth. Next up, we have Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of prosperity. Jupiter represents our beliefs and our philosophies. How we expand, how we grow. Jupiter is the planet of luck and spirituality. I did not know Jupiter was the planet of spirituality. I thought Neptune was the only planet of spirituality because Neptune rules Pisces. But, um... Yeah, so, and Jupiter pushes us to seek the truth. And Jupiter rules Pisces and Sagittarius. Sagittarius, I've heard that Sagittarius is a lucky sign. I have Sagittarius for my Venus and my... Oh, I can't remember. Venus and something else, y'all. Oh, I can't remember what the other one is. But um, Pisces, I can rock with Pisces because Pisces is a water sign like me. Yeah, I had a Pisces friend. I ain't going to call her a friend, an associate at one time. You know, she was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I ain't got too much to say about, about Pisces, but Pisces are the dreamers. Pisces are the dreamers, yes indeed. Pisces can dream all day. And sleep all day. Next is Saturn. Saturn. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that either. I'ma see if I can edit that out. I mean everybody burps, but I don't want to burp on my podcast episode. But I did say excuse me. So let's move on. (laughs) Saturn is a planet of structure and discipline. Order and focus. Maturity. Maturity is Capricorn all the way. Yes, indeed. Saturn Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. Saturn also rules... the world (laughs) and I say that because Saturn rules regulations obligations structure discipline order focus chaos why did I say chaos I did say chaos not chaos y'all I was I was going too quick but order focus maturity regulation obligation Saturn rules the world pretty much Saturn is the government Saturn is Capricorn and Aquarius. 
Next up, we have Uranus. Uranus is the planet of rebellion, but it can also wake us up. It can wake us up because it brings in sudden changes. And what Uranus rules Aquarius, y'all. Uranus rules Aquarius. I'm looking at my computer because my computer is trying to um, upgrade. And it's taking forever. So I had to record on my phone and let this... um, Did I say upgrade or update? Well, update. It's trying to update, and I needed to let this update go ahead and do what it needed to do. So I'm recording on my phone, and I'm watching my computer while I'm recording on my phone, so I'm getting thrown off a little bit. But we almost to the end, y'all. We got about five more to go, five or six. So next up is Neptune. Neptune represents our intuition, our compassion, our dreams, our, our delusions. Yes, indeed. Pisces are good for delusions. It also rules our abstract thoughts. And Pisces can also connect us to the unknown. That's why I like Pisces. And my north node is in the 12th house, which is the house of Pisces. So if you have your 12th, your north node in the 12th house, You should be a spiritual person on a spiritual journey because our North Node, it represents what, oh damn, excuse me y'all. Our North Node represents what we are working towards. Therefore, you should be working towards peace and oneness with the divine because that's what Pisces is. That's what Pisces is all about being one with the divine. Next up, we have Pluto. Pluto is the planet of transformation. Yes, indeed. Pluto Pluto is the planet of Persian, releasing, revelation, clarity. And Pluto is the planet of rebirth. Rebirth. So Mars ends in Scorpio, but see, Pluto picks it up because Pluto is the planet of rebirth. So you get, you die and you get rebirth with the planet. No, no, I'm, I'm, y'all, I'm messing up now. (laughs) I'm messing up now. Hold up, scratch that. I got to scratch, I got to cut that out. So basically, Mars ends things and Pluto rebirths things, gives things a brand new beginning. Next up is our North and South nodes. Our North nodes represent what we are working towards within this lifetime, our destiny. It is the destination that will give us the most fulfillment. So whatever house and whatever sign your north node is in that is what you need to be working towards and you can always google say for instance you got a uh um north node and scorpio third house you would google north node scorpio third house and it'll give you some insight 
on what you should be working towards within this lifetime. Our self note represents who we were in our past lives. Now, our north and our south nodes are not planets. They are actually points. Points on the zodiac. Points in the zodiac chart. And they actually are opposite of each other. So, if your north node is in Pisces, your south node is going to be in Virgo. If your north node is in Libra, your south node is going to be in Aries. Because those signs are opposite of each other. Your North Node is always going to make you work. It's always going to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's opposite of what you're used to. And a lot of times when we're born, when when we're young, we experience a lot of our South Node and then we grow into our North Node later on in life. Next is our Ascendant. Our Ascendant is our first impression and our ascendant always falls in our first house everyone's first house whatever sign your first house is that is going to be your ascendant sign and it is the first impression we make out into the world our physical appearance it can also reveal our social personality my ascendant is in gemini And I really don't come off as a Gemini to me. But you know what? I was reading on Ascendance and it says something about Geminis come off as being um, high strong. I don't come off as being high strong. I just come off serious as hell. And that's because I have a Mars in Cancer. And a lot of times our Mars sign. Wait, a lot of times we... We have a lot of characteristics of of our Mars sign. So it could be it could be a um a little bit of both. It could be my Gemini ascendant and my Mars and Can um Capricorn. But let's move on. Next is our mid heaven. It's also called our medium Coeli or MC, and it is the highest point at the top of our charts. And it is not a planet, it's a point. It has the possibility of showing us where we need to be career-wise, our life direction, and it also can represent the status, our status through the eyes of society. My midheaven is in Aquarius, and I have a very rebellious attitude. I do. I would say my attitude is kind of rebellious. I mean, I'm quiet. I'm reserved. But I don't do what everybody else do. You know? I don't follow the sheep. I don't flock with the herd. I don't flock with the flockers. But let's move on. We have Chiron. Chiron, last but not least, we have Chiron. Chiron is known for being the wounded healer. Chiron is not a planet either, y'all. Chiron, I believe, is a specific point. 
I didn't put that information for Chiron. I should have, but I didn't. But Chiron represents our core wounds and how we can overcome them. It's basically our ability to turn pain into strength. Our stories are our strength. Indeed, our stories are our strength. Make sure y'all get a copy of your birth chart. Look into it. But stay up. Make sure y'all drinking water. Make sure you keep your mind leveled. Because it's getting crazy out here. One love.